of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We are back to go over the UFC 290, 290 in Las Vegas this weekend. Yeah. Um, super exciting card. Should be awesome. We're going to start with one card or one fight on the undercard. Because you can't not. Yeah, I've got to cover it. Like, you, I want to cover just the main card, but they put Robbie Lawler on the undercard, so we'll have to cover it. Can, can we talk about the fact that Bo Nickel is still headlining or still above Robbie Lawler on a card? Yeah. What's he? Th how many fights does he have? Uh, he's 4-0. 4-0. Yeah. I think three of them are in the UFC, and then... Uh, and then it was the one on, was it Contender Series or yeah. Ultimate? It was one of those. Yeah, Contenders. Um, he fought twice in the Contenders. They didn't give him as a contract after his first one. He had to fight again. Um, I think he only has one fight in the actual UFC, correct? Let me look. I, I thought maybe he had two, but let's see. No, you're right. Yeah. Two in the Contender Series, <clears throat> one in uh, IFC. Yeah. And then and one then in the UFC. Yeah, so he's got a seven and zero guy. Um, really, he's he's not gonna have a lot of problems until he gets to the tougher guys. Let's go back and hit Robbie first. Oh yeah, sorry. He I got you. About I got you all excited. I'm sorry, yeah. it's my fault. So it's Robbie Lawler, Nico Price. Yeah. So I guess it's you're saying it's Robbie Lawler's uh, retirement fight. Yeah. Um, that's what it was announced, at least. We'll see. But that's Robbie's always been uh, a fan favorite. You know, I've always liked him. Um, I got to hang out with him for a little bit in a, in a hot tub in, uh, at Mandalay Bay in Vegas a long time ago with Tim Sylvia. Super cool. He was part of Militich's team. Um, but he's just always been a dog, man. He, he had like an okay initial career in the UFC. Yeah. Then left, went to Strike Force. Um, killed it in Strike Force, came back and had like a resurgence in his career in the UFC, and it was it was so cool to see. And uh, you know he, he he won the belt, right? Yeah, he won the belt. I think he did. Uh, and and I believe he lost it to Woodley, and I think that's how Woodley ended up with the belt. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, it's his retirement fight. I'm glad. You know, um, he's he's kind of uh, getting to that point as well. His chin hasn't gone anywhere, but his neither is his heart. No, he's definitely definitely not. Um, Nico Price is very tough. You know, he's I believe he's a guy that has finishes from his back, like with strikes from his back. Um, he's strikes very from his back. Yeah, he's he's throws some. I, I think it's the is same that a, guy. Is that a six twelve elbow? Is yeah, that? <laughs> something like that. Elbows, knees, like yeah, I guess just elbows. Okay. Um, I'm not positive it's him, but but he's he's a tough guy. Um, I hope Robbie pulls it off, you know, and is able to walk away with a win. Um, we'll see. Robbie in his last six fights is one and five. Yeah, um, he's lost to RDA, Ben Askren, Colby Covington, Neil Magny. He's got a win against Nick Diaz in 2021, and then Brian Barberina. Has anyone finished him besides Ben Askren? Yeah, Barberina did. TKO, uh, uh, Nick, Nick Diaz, TKO, it says retirement. I don't know if that was Nick. He retired Nick Diaz. Or that was Nick coming out of retirement. Um, yeah, then it goes back. Uh, Woodley KO'd him. Yeah, that was, that was I believe that was the belt. Who do, you, who do you fight before Woodley? Carlos Condit. Who before that? 
Rory. Maybe he didn't. Who before that? Johnny Hendricks. Yes. So that's where he got the belt. Okay. Split uh, decision. That went all five rounds. Yeah. They fought. They fight before that also, or just once? Uh, no, he did. You're right. A couple years before that, lost he to lost him? to Hendricks. Yeah. UFC 171, and then redeemed it in UFC 181. Who was between those two? What? UFC 181 and UFC 171 were in the same year. March. Oh, March and December. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Matt Brown and Jake Ellenberg okay. were in between them. Yeah. So. Anyway, Robbie's a stud, man. I, I hope he's able to pull off a W on the way out, but I don't know. How old is Nico Price? Nico Price, the hybrid, is 33. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. and that's typically your prime. Although he's coming off no cut. He's actually, he's got a loss to Philip Rowe, a loss to Alex Oliveira, a loss to Michael Pereira, no contest to Cowboy, and a loss to Vicente Luque. So Who's his last win? Alex Oliveira. Okay. UFC fight night. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see. I'm pulling for Rory or for uh, Robbie. For Robbie, I say Rory because yes, we just talked about they. <laughs> they have the greatest fight in UFC history. If, if you've, you've never seen, seen it, the, you must. You just go look on YouTube. That yeah. that fight is literally epic. All right, main, main card. card. Now we'll get back to Bo Nickel and Valentine Woodburn. This is a uh, a short fight for Woodburn. Um, it is going to be a short fight for Woodburn. Yeah, sorry, short <laughs> notice is what I meant to say. This guy's never fought in the UFC before. Um, his last win was August of 2022 in Combat Night Pro out of Tallahassee. Right. Um, so they snagged this guy up last minute. They were looking for yeah. a fighter. Um, he fit the bill, right, 7-0, and so he's got a good record. Um, hasn't fought anybody, hasn't fought anywhere, but... Bo needed an uh, opponent when his opponent fell out, so here we are. Like I said before, he he he's asking for fights that he knows they're not going to give him, so he can play the part of the heel, right? He's he talks trash, saying he wants the top guys. He probably won't have a lot of problems until he gets into the top fifteen guys. Okay. Um, he's going to have more problems than he imagines in the top five guys. Yeah. You know, but he'll he'll have fights in the top 15. He's not just going to submit guys easily in the top 15 guys, you know. Um, he may get takedowns. You know, he'll he'll be fighting to keep them down. He'll be fighting, you know, first fighting off submissions, depending who it is. But he's not just going to take everyone down and, and sub them or beat them up uh, as well as he thinks. I know his wrestling is phenomenal, you know, but... Uh, even his last guy defended the first takedown and then what he headbutt him was a headbutt in that yeah. fight and, and got the takedown and um ended up in a beating him. But but he, he stuffed the initial takedown and I just and that guy was uh you know, no one on the list as well. So I I, I don't want to talk trash on him. You know, I've already said what I said about him, like he's he's asking for fights he knows he can't get so he can talk all he wants. Um, and, and they'll keep giving him guys like this until he gets there. You know, um, if they were confident in him, what'd they do with Pereira? He had well, one or two fights and he was fighting for the belt, right? Or Hamzat. 
I right. Mean, you start right. seeing if they were confident really in quick. him. That's what he'd be doing. Yeah. You know, but he's not. Uh, he's he hasn't fought anyone to to get put you know up there that fast. So we'll see if they fast track him after this or not. But this this fight's not really going to tell us anything about Bo Nickel. The guy that he's fighting is uh, professional seven and zero. He's got a handful of decisions, a handful of KOs and TKOs, um, which tells me he's a striker. Um, I I I did look him up, and um, you should check out uh, the picture of him on Sherdog. He's a specimen. The dude's dude's pretty jacked. He is jacked. He looks like a big dude. Um, they list him at one eighty five. And go to his and, record. Um, seven and zero. So. What is his opponent's records? Can you see them from there? No? I can't. I'd have okay. to go in and dig into each one of them. Um, well, the last dude that he beat was 30 and 17. Dude before that was 17 and 9. Dude before that, guy named Brandon Johnson, Boss Hog, is 3 and 4. So I think he, he climbed up a little bit, but um, 5 and 3 for a guy named Miles Amos. So, I mean, the, but again, these are. You know, combat night. This is all that he's ever been right. in. One guy's one and four. So um, he did beat. He took a unanimous decision from Luis Sergio Melo Jr., who was 30 and 17. Um, he was in Bellator for a short stint. Um, and that looks like his. That's the notch on his resume is this one dude right here. So um, he hasn't hasn't fought anybody right. noteworthy, it looks like. So yeah, again, we're not going to find out anything anything new about Bo Nickel in this fight. Hard to get, hard to bet against him though on this. Oh I mean, yeah, short notice, money. never easy been money. in the UFC. Yeah, easy. Um, in fact, I think they said I heard somewhere that this is the largest spread in UFC history. I don't remember what it was. I saw plus or minus eighteen hundred, um, but I don't know if it went farther than that. Um, and I know you were saying that um, that Luke has been even bigger than that. Yeah, but I mean that's not in the UFC, but I I, I thought I remember Ronda being crazy uh over holly holm you know in the thousands as well i just don't remember what it was but no regardless i, I had seen that and bo i think bo's comment was yeah that's about right so he's coming in with a little bit of confidence on it two of the tallest guys i think in the 155 division right Oh, that's interesting. So Jalen Turner, the tarantula, comes in at 6'3 and 155. Dang. Mm -hmm. It's like a basketball player. And then and then Dan Hooker, he's coming in at six foot. Yeah. 155. So six three, that's uh that that could be end up a decent reach advantage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is the tallest guy in the in the division. Um twenty two and twelve for Hooker, thirteen and six for Jalen Turner. Um, I think it's a great fight. I think it's going to be an exciting fight. They clearly want to see two guys striking. They, you know, uh, they're they're both they're both good strikers. Dan Hooker, uh, really good striker, but he got knocked out by Michael Chandler. You know, um, <clears throat> I think Chandler kind of overwhelmed him a little bit, and it was Chandler's first fight in the UFC, so he may have been underestimating him mm -hmm. coming from Bellator. But um, He's also got recent losses to Makachev, Arnold Allen, um, and you can put in a Poirier loss in there as well. But Hooker's, yeah. Hooker's one of those guys. You just uh, He's a little bit like, like Cerrone a little bit for it's me. kind of just a gatekeeper, gatekeeper. Kind of always around. Yeah. Like to like to root for him. Um, you know if you beat him, you'll get someone real tough next. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. Um, so who do you like? Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go with Jalen Turner. He's I, I, I would like to see Dan Hooker win. Okay. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with, with Jalen Turner. Age isn't really a factor. Dan Hooker's coming 33, so he's right in, right peaking at his career right now. Yep. Do you think the UFC looked at uh, when they're lining this up and they look at Bo Nickel going first, probably getting it up on the ground, and then they throw Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker right oh, yeah. after Mix him to, to get a, a nice stand-up fight? Yeah, for sure. So, so you said you're taking Jalen Turner? Yep. Robert Whitaker and Drikus Duplessis. Robert Whitaker is one of my favorites, man. I was so bummed when he lost to Israel Adesanya. Um, he is also an Australian guy or, or South Africa or not South Africa, New Zealand, sorry. Yeah. New Zealand or, or Australia, I don't know which one because I think he lives in one and trained, used to train in the other. He's from one and trains in the other. But uh, I watched him fight Israel Adesanya live at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, Australia. Oh, Melbourne. Yeah, and it was it was amazing. It was you know, it was. I don't know what the what the crowd was, but it was something somewhere around a hundred thousand. Like it was like the biggest UFC, uh, gigantic arena, and uh, you know it was very cool. And it was I think it started at like six a.m. Um, over there, and so I taught sure. a seminar early early in the morning just so we could go straight to the UFC from there. It was that, cool. That's awesome. Um, Duplessis is very tough. You yeah. know, I think these are actually two guys that would have given Alex Pereira a tough fight. Sure. Wrestling wise, you know, yeah. they wouldn't have they, they, they caused more of a, a stylistic issue than Izzy did, you know. So it'll be interesting to see this fight. I, I, I want to pull for Whitaker. I know Drickus Drick Drickus is 19 and two. Yeah. You know, hard to bet against, bet against a guy that's lost two times only. Out of uh, twenty-one fights, he's only got five fights in the UFC. Yeah, and and really, I feel like, I mean, he's got Derek, Derek Brunson, and Darren Till. He finished both of them, TKO for Brunson and a submission. Uh, they're calling it a face crank, um, deep into the third round. Until, until, um, I like Till quit in that fight. I don't I, know if you remember that he literally turned over and quit. Yeah, before it was even a choke. I like what Duplessis is doing right now. Yeah. But you look at Bobby Knuckles, and this guy's—I mean, he lost—he's lost to Adesanya twice. Yep. But he's got Romero. He beat Romero twice in a row. He's got Brunson, Ronaldo Souza, Uriah Hall. I mean, you start looking—he's—he's. He's, Who's his last loss that wasn't Izzy? Wonder Boy in 2014. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna pull with Whitaker. I, 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 I like just, I, I like Duplissy. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just think that uh that is a I think stylistically it's gonna be a great fight for for Whitaker. I is this is this uh a stand up fight or do you think I think he wrestles him. Whitaker yeah. takes him to I the ground. I think he ends up wrestling him, yeah. And that, yeah. that would be the smart play because I don't know that Duplessis has got the ground game that's gonna hang with not if he's on his Whitaker, back. Right? I mean, neither one of them are really going to be fighting fantastically off their back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think it'll be good, but my humble opinion is Bobby Knuckles. Yep. Co-main. Super interested about this one. We were talking about this before we hit record. Yep. Uh, Brandon Moreno versus Alessandre Pantoja. Yeah. 
Um, Pantoja's beat him twice. Yeah. I am a gigantic Brandon Moreno fan. Huge. Um, we we got to train with him at Glory when we were up there. Um, we've kept him touch since then and and talked. You know, um, Legos. So I can think Legos, about. right? <laughs> there were still Legos all over the house that we stayed in yeah. that Brandon stayed at before us. Yeah. But uh, he's training here in Dallas now at Fortis, or he's doing he's doing uh, camps in and out of here. Um, he looked good in his last fight. He did. You know. Um, he, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, we'll see what uh, what's changed on him. So when Pantoja beat him, it was the the first Brandon Moreno, the Brandon Moreno that came to the UFC, fought a couple times, lost, got cut, went back through the show, came back, got back into the UFC, and became the champion. You know, he uh, the show might have actually been before he. It, it was. Before it the was cut. because this is technically number three. The first one was on the show. The second one was in 2016. Right. And and, and uh, Pantoja 10 8 him in the first. I mean, it was a unanimous 10 8 with okay. a score. He ended up losing 30 26. Okay. Um, yeah. So I I feel like. So it's only got Pantoja listed at 5 4. And Brandon at 5'6". I don't know why I thought he was taller, but... Uh, when I watched that fight, they looked pretty equal to me. I, did, okay. I, I didn't, Man, I didn't I, notice a height difference. I there. really got to go with Brandon on the fight. You know, I just feel like if he fought any of the guys that beat him early on, that he would beat them, he would beat them now. Okay. You know, he's such a different fighter. He's got so much more confidence being the champ now. You know, um, I, I think it's a great fight. I think it's a difficult fight. But I, I think that he, uh, I think he pulls it off. I think he had more to learn to beat Pantoja than Pantoja to change things for Brandon. You know what I mean? And I think that they were able to. I'm sure, safe. This is his first champion. You know, now that he's at his gym, yep. I'm sure he dug deep on what what can we change, what yeah. can we do, what can we do differently this time to to get the win. And so uh, I, I, I'm gonna go with Brandon on this just because. This is me. This is me. <laughs> well, I always say don't bet with your don't heart. Don't bet with your, yeah. Well, I'm betting with my heart. I, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Brandon's got his own gym now, Assassin Baby Fight Team, I in think Vegas. is what it's called, something yeah. like that. Um, and I'm sure he can bring in, but it's hard, and I know he trends out of Dallas, but when you own your own gym, now you're top dog. Yeah. So is he bringing in the right people? I don't people? know what he, if his gym is like a big giant public gym with it's lots or it, if it's, it's just private. his crew and that's what i thought yep. that's what i thought um because they were doing that at the pi before they came to glory he was living there but they were they were training at the pi all the time and he said you know i talked to him and, and a couple of his guys um and they talked about opening a small space there for them to train in yep. so i'm sure they bring safe in and, and a couple guys you know and then my, my buddy fernie uh that trains here and at, at fortis went you know he's been to vegas to work with brandon with safe you know so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of back and forth going on but um yeah i i i feel like he's improved enough to get it done he's 21 and 6 and uh pantoja's 25 and 5 very similar records pantoja trading at att yeah is that when you think about the fight style what does att bring for pantoja that that makes him tougher against Moreno is there anything specific that they bring 
other than a great room with a lot of tr great training partners, you yeah. know, and people to, to mimic Brandon, um, they, they obviously have good coaches as well, but I feel like I just – I'm going to go back and be like Brandon is the one who was is able to, you know, make up the improvements to beat him. It's kind of like in motocross. A lot of times if there is a guy following – this guy, mm -hmm. the second place guy is actually in a better position a lot of times because any line that this guy takes, he's seeing everything he does okay. and he's seeing where, where a place is to pass, yep. you know, and uh, now the pressure's on this guy, sure. you know what I mean? So Do he's not screw up. Yeah. Got it. And, and so a lot of times it's, it's not bad to be in second place for the first half of the race, you know, to, to read and read and read and then make your move. Brandon, although is the champ, you know, and, and is, is the, uh, the pressure would be on him as the champ. I don't think that pressure's on him as the champ. I think it's, I, I want to get that loss back, you know, or those two losses back. Yes. And so I think Pantoja is the one with the pressure that he needs to not let that happen. You know what I mean? I think mm -hmm. he needs to try everything he can to not let that happen, and I just feel like Brandon is, is going to be, uh, <clears throat> he's going to come out on top. This is a lot like uh, Israel and Alex Pereira. I mean, it's a very similar. It is. Um, it is storyline. Hopefully, it ends one fight sooner than the other one did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to be on. I, I think Moreno's awesome. I love hearing about it. I don't bet either. If I were to bet, I'd put my money on Pantoja. Would you? I would. <laughs> um, just watching, and part of it may be a recency bias. Just watching that first fight and just watching him just. Yeah, I mean, just obliterate Brandon. And I yeah. know Brandon's a different fighter, but then you look to see what Pantoja has done since then. Um, Alex Perez, Brandon Royval, um, you watch those fights, and they are he, – he eats them up. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got a win against Matt Schnell for the podcast. Um, he did lose to Davidson, but I don't know. How? Man. Uh, he lost to Davison. Unanimous decision. Went yeah. all three rounds. Brandon has been fighting higher caliber guys okay. way more recently than than Pantoja. For one, he had he had three right or four. Uh, so uh, Davison, Kaikara, France, Davison, Davison, Davison. Yeah, four out of his last five fights. Who was before that? Brandon Royval uh -huh. and Jussier. Formiga. Formiga. Uh -huh. Yep. I think Kaikar France. Askar Askarov. Yeah. He he's been through it. Uh, I and he was winning those, right? I got a draw against Askar and he and a draw against Davidson. Famously the one loss right. against Davidson. And that's it. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to say I, I would I don't know that I've ever I mean I wouldn't even say I'm betting against you, but usually I'm right. I'm in lockstep. I with mean you, you could be right. I just I, hope you're not. I, I just hope you're not. Like a, a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while, man. Right. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but just looking at it, I, I think it's going to be a good flight either way, though. Cool. Final fight. The uh, title, event. the main event, is going to be fun, too. Volkanovski versus Yair Rodriguez. Uh, Yair is the interim champion. Yeah. Because Volkanovski went up to fight uh, Islam Akhachev. Gave us a great show in there, but uh, didn't come out with the win. So, I think was it the same night that year fought and got the interim title? Was that was it, that the same? It, it may have been. Um, but man, did he look good that night? Yeah, it was. It was it, the same night. It was um, UFC 284 in February. Yeah, and Josh 
He uh, he put it to Josh. He did. His his left body kick was so nasty. Yeah. And so violent. Yeah. And he threw it with zero regard of if he would catch an elbow, if he would catch anything. It was just a thousand percent on every kick. And I was just like, oh my God, his body, his body, his body. <laughs> and he tore him up with it. He tore him up with yeah. it. And then was landing, you know, he's very dynamic on the feet. As tough as Volkanovsky is and as good as he is on the feet, he needs to wrestle in this fight. He needs to fight outside and all the way inside. Okay. He does not want to fight in the middle at all. I don't know what the rate, the reach difference is. I know Yair is tall, but Volkanovsky has longer reach than a lot of people, so it might not be too crazy. Uh, so Rodriguez comes in at 5'11". Yeah, he's see, tall. I don't see reach on this one. Yeah, 5'11 and 145. And then... Um, Volkanovski is five six. I wonder yeah, he's if he's short, can, but he has long, long arms. Um, here, here we go. I think you can get the tail of the tape on this one right here. Um, oh, it's in centimeters. I wish, I wish UFC didn't do that. <laughs> I don't know any of it. But well, uh, if you're looking at centimeters, the reach is actually Volkanovski. It's almost identical. It's one eighty one point six centimeters versus one hundred and eighty point three. So we're talking. You know, a, a centimeter. Who's longer? Yeah, here. No, Volkanovski. Volkanovski is but, five, five six. He's longer than the guy that's five eleven. Yeah, he's got. He's that's got wild. Gorilla arms. That's wild. These things are. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I think Volkanovski beats him. Okay. I think he uh, fights a very smart fight, hopefully, and um, Yair is just too dynamic to fight him. You know, in a in a firefight. I don't know that he has the knockout power that Volkanovski may have. I don't think he does, but he definitely has violence. Is this a boring fight because Volkanovski's gonna gonna Israel Adesanya it and kind of play a little safe? I don't think so. I think uh, I don't know that he even has that in him. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think it is probably not boring, and I don't think Yair would let it be boring. He's good enough off his back to not let it be a boring fight, even if he is off his back. So I think Volkanovski's got his hands full all night long, but I pick him to win. Volkanovski, I went and counted it up, and I we might have talked about this when um, when we called the Makachev fight. Before Makachev, I think he went on a 20-fight win streak. Yeah. Um, it, it was nuts, and a lot of those were in the UFC, like oh, 12 yeah. of them Savages. were in the UFC. Yeah. And, and yeah, his, his resume... He's one of my favorite. That's fighters. why he's on the pound for pound list. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of my favorite fighters. It's hard to pick against Alex. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah. not picking against him. I think he wins. I think it's a a hard, long fight. Go th does it go all five? Four or five. Okay. You know, it's not going to probably be done before four or five. Um, sadly, I think if it is done earlier, I think it's Yair that wins the fight. Okay. But I, I think that uh, Volkanovski. I think he, I think he wins the fight, and and you know, if it's a five rounder, four to one. Alex made a claim earlier today that if he loses to anybody in the division right now, it's going to be because they catch him with a lucky punch. That's um, real arrogant, but at the same time, I it's it's I hard to disagree with that. I don't know if anybody's got. I don't disagree with him, but I also don't think there's a lucky punch. You know, okay. If he threw the punch, it wasn't on accident. Okay. It wasn't lucky. I and guess if, Leon. Wed if if Leon Edwards taught us anything, right? It's that it's not a lucky punch. And if Volkanovski gets hit with it, it's because he wasn't 
he was there, right? He was in the he was yeah. in the way of the punch, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's very very, you know. Uh, I I think that no one really beats him in the division, but I think if they do, you know, it's because they prepared for it, you know, and they they landed something that they may have seen, you know. But I don't know about a lucky punch. Cool. There's not a lot of luck in this sport. It's gonna be a good very fight. unforgiving. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually think the last. I mean, starting off with Lawler and going all the way through the Bo Nickel fight, it'll be interesting. Um, maybe, but I think everything after that, the last four fights, I, it's a can't miss card. Yeah, cool. All right, guys, uh, we'll see what happens over the weekend. We'll talk about it on Monday. Thank you. It is all over. Just like that.